to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. What a great way to start an hour. I tell you what, this is Krista Marie Sherline, and I have the profound pleasure of being in this seat today, taking on Dr. Pat's role here on her show. We have an amazing hour coming up. We have a guest that I'm so excited to bring to you and talk about and share with you. She's an extraordinary woman who really is all about building harmony and balance in beautiful spaces so that we can all thrive and be our best selves. But before we jump into that, Benny, I want to say hello. It's great to see you. Well, good morning and good day to you and all of our good listeners. Day. Yeah, I tell how's, you. how's that hot seat over there feel? Pretty it's good? It's really good. You know, John Martini told me I was going to be on the edge of my seat. Oh, there you go. The whole entire hour. <laughs> you betcha. It's awesome. So let me start out with this. One of my favorite things to do is to read quotes. I know Dr. Pat loves that as well. And I've got a fabulous collection of inspirational stuff and insights and, and wisdom that people have shared over the years. And... Um, I found one this morning that I think was a great way to start our time together. And here it is. It's to love what you do and feel that it matters. How could anything be more fun? Catherine Graham said that. And I think that that's a really fabulous lead-in to our guest today. Our guest is Cynthia Chomos, and she is a feng shui expert. And I will tell you from personal experience, not only is this woman incredibly good at what she does, not only does she bring amazing value into people's lives, but she has so much fun doing it. She has a light in her eyes that's just extraordinary. And Cynthia, I want to thank you for taking the time to join us today. Oh, it's a pleasure to be here, Kristen. Oh, so great. I just love it. So let's jump in. You know, one of the things I know is that most people have heard of feng shui, and many people may have experienced it, but for those of us that haven't, that haven't had a consultation or haven't had a first-hand account of what feng shui is really all about, would you give us some insight into that? Feng shui is a remarkable design system that really allows us to live in harmony with our surroundings, that we are not separate from the world around us, and our homes are our most intimate spaces. And literally translated, feng means wind in Mm. Cantonese, and shui means water. Okay. And if we think about wind and water or air and water, those are two elements that we as human beings need for our survival. Without air to breathe, without water to drink, we would not be alive. So we are dependent upon our surroundings. Mm -hmm. And what I love about feng shui is it really gives us a roadmap to really being conscious about how we create the spaces. Because every environment has energy Mm -hmm. through the furniture, the colors, the decor, plant life, vitality. We want environments that are really, truly supporting us and being conscious about how we live. It is really an expression of who we are and being, you talk a little bit about the the art of intention and being mindful of your space and how that expresses who you are, but also I know how you attract abundance into your life and how you attract harmony, that feng shui, that that discipline can actually shift those things and bring those energies into our lives. Isn't that true? Absolutely. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about some of the benefits that you've seen your clients experience through shifting something as simple as rearranging furniture in in a certain part of their home. 
I've had so many amazing clients that were ready to take their life to the next level. Mm -hmm. And one woman in particular, when I showed up at her house, um, described her life as being, you know, stuck, listless, um, lacking direction. She'd been in her house about 15 years, uh, had been in her career for that long as well, and was really feeling like there was something else that was about to happen, but she was feeling stuck. And her environment really felt listless and lacking energy as well. There was no color. Uh, there were blocks in terms of how the furniture was placed. And over a course of two hours and dialoguing with her and working with her space, um, by the time I left, she had a mission plan. Wow. She had colors. She We had shifted her furniture. And when she checked in with me six months later, uh, she had met a man, a wonderful, <laughs> wonderful man, and was selling her house mm. and moving to Florida. Wow. And I've had contact with her since, and she is just ecstatic. She's really loving her life. And uh, so I really think feng shui kind of, Unstucks, you know, unsticks those areas where we can get stuck and um, where we're creating obstacles in our life that don't need to be there. Yeah. Well, you and I had a pretty extraordinary experience together about seven years ago now when you came into our office. Uh, let's see, it was New Year's Eve of 2004, and we were feeling a little stuck. We'd had a pretty good year in the company, but we were ready to, as you said, take it to the next level. And you came in and cleared our energy and shifted some of the stuff in our office space. And the next year, our, our revenues grew 300%. And I know that there was something about the work that you did that got, it's the chi, right? Get the energy moving in that space that really allowed more abundance to come into our business. And it sounds like that's what you were able to do in this woman's home was to get things flowing and get things moving again. Absolutely. Everything is energy and we are resonating with our most intimate spaces. And our home is so very important, as is our workspace. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I I worked with a chiropractic office, uh, Dr. Joe, and he brought me in and, you know, it was sort of at a plateau with his business and um, a year later when I checked in with him he had increased his revenue a hundred thousand by a hundred thousand dollars he'd paid off debt he'd been able to buy new um, equipment Mm -hmm. and he was actually had more time for himself and his family and he really felt like feng shui was his secret weapon and he he wanted to keep it quiet because he didn't want his competitors (laughs) to know about it but uh, uh, he even bought a back mobile this mini s cooper and uh, created this Backmobile that he drives around town in, and, and uh, it was just a delight. And I, I follow up with him, you know, once a year and, and visit him and yeah. keep, keep the energy moving in his office. That's awesome. Well, I can tell you really do have a lot of fun serving your clients in that way. How did you get involved with feng shui? How did this come into your life? And, and how did you delve so deeply into the studies um, that I know that you've taken on over the last 10 years? You know, it was a very magical moment in my life. I had been working in the corporate world for 12 years, uh, working in public relations and marketing. And it was time for me to leave my job. I knew there was something else I needed to be doing. And it was during that transition, uh, a very gifted interior designer uh, came to my house and she had taken a couple classes and and quite frankly knew enough to be dangerous (laughs) and proceeded to start moving my furniture and shifting my art, recommending new colors and you know it's interesting when someone comes into your home how territorial you can get (laughs) about your things but I went with the flow and, and I have to say you know prior to her coming in 
my home aesthetically was absolutely gorgeous. Uh, it was very mm. functional. But when all was said and done and I had implemented her recommendations, I remember it was two weeks later. I was sitting on my sofa drinking a cup of tea with my cat next to me. And I couldn't believe I was in the same space. Wow. There was something so profoundly different. There was, I felt more energized. I felt more inspired. I felt more connected. And it intrigued me to the point where I started reading every article I could and searching out where I could do some training. And as fate would have it, um, about three months later, I was at the New Life Expo and Nancy Santo Pietro, who is from New York, was in town. And I'm in the audience and the light bulbs are going off. And she approached me afterwards and said, you are so connected to this work. She goes, I'm looking for someone to train and supervise. And I did a mentorship and, of course, for the last 10 years, I've been taking classes and have been certified in all three schools of feng shui, mm-hmm. uh, Landform, Compass, and the Black Hat, or Black Sect version of feng shui. Mm-hmm. And I love it. It's a very deep uh, study. It's both intuitive as well as being very analytical. Tell us a little bit about the five senses, the different components. There's all these different elemental parts of feng shui. You talked a little bit about water and there's wood and earth. Tell us a little bit about how those pieces play into making sure that energy is moving correctly through a space or through a room. There are many uh, principles that we use and one of them is five element theory. Okay. And there are five elements, fire, earth, metal, water, wood, which create uh, a generative cycle and fire is important. Um, It's also We look at the inner and we look at the outer. In the outer environment, that would be electricity, lamps, candles. But internally, we our bodies are electric. Mm. They generate heat. And so there's this inner and outer representation of the human body represented in that environment. And it also... Earth, you know, would be earth tones, uh, you know, yellows, browns, uh, earth elements. We've got water, wood, etc. So those elements we want to create in the appropriate places within a home so that we have that elemental balance. Mm -hmm. And another theory is yin yang. Okay, tell us a little bit about that. That's not, I'm not familiar. Okay, so yin and yang is the complementary opposites that exist everywhere in the universe. You know, we live in a universe of polarity in many ways. We've got light, dark, up, down, male, female. Mm-hmm. You can drive across the 520 or the I-90 bridge and one side of the water is very active, the other side's very calm. So there's this duality around us and what we're seeking in creating harmony is to balance that which is out of balance or too far to the extreme. Excellent. So if we come into a home that is very, very cluttered, then that becomes uh, too yin or too stuck or stagnant. So we're going to want to open it up so it becomes more yang and there's more flow. Let's jump into that after the break. Let's talk a little bit more about yin and yang and the balance, because that really does play into this bigger conversation about harmony. All right? Great. So we'll jump into that in a few moments. Cynthia, thank you. Take control of your health and wellness with the natural and modern way. Don't just treat symptoms, eliminate the cause. 
Hundreds of people report improved health and wellness using Rife Frequency Technology. BioSolutions is the most effective Rife instrument we've experienced. Customer satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. For more information, call BioSolutions toll-free at 866-885-6625. That's 866-885-6625. Your body has the wonderful capacity to create perfect health. Set your body's capacity to heal itself in motion with quantum possibilities. Choose quantum biofeedback or possibilities vibrational techniques, which are both based on quantum physics. The vibrational techniques use the power of numbers, intention, and imagination to discover and replace subconscious genetic memories that no longer serve you. Visit quantumpossibilities.biz and mention the Dr. Pat Show when scheduling your appointment to receive one-third off your initial session. Releasing the past and stepping fully into the present it's now easier than imagined. Hi, I'm Sue Newfeld Ellis of QuantumHealing.us. Dr. Pat and I will be teaming up to give you many powerful ways to open the door to an extraordinary life. Tune in and discover how. For more information and to receive 25 tips to reduce your stress, visit QuantumHealing.us. Contrary to popular belief, having a baby is not always a happy, glowing experience. Many women develop a variety of mood problems, most often depression. Thankfully, there are many options available to heal or prevent this debilitating condition. Dr. Shoshana Bennett is shining a light on postpartum depression right here on the Dr. Pat Show. So tune in and find out how to help someone you love. For more information about postpartum depression, visit postpartumdepressionhelp.com. Find out how to avoid being the next victim of cancer, heart disease, obesity, or diabetes. In his webinar series, The Cure, Save Your Body, Heal Your Life, Dr. Timothy Brantley, the number one best-selling author of The Cure, will share an overview of disease in America, how our eating patterns are destroying our bodies, miracles of natural healing, and his proven guidelines for health, detoxification, and regeneration. Sign up for the webinar series by visiting BrantleyCure.com. For the people, by the people. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. a little jig. <laughs> While we're back, this is Kristen Marie Sherline with Cynthia Chamos. And Cynthia is sharing with us a little bit about the art and the power of feng shui. The impact that our environment has and our ability to impact our environment in a powerful way through the use of color, through furniture placement. We're going to talk a little bit later about clearing a space and getting the energy moving. But I want to finish talking a little bit about yin-yang because you were sharing with us that we really do live in a universe that's that has two aspects to it. It's sort of one coin but two sides. Yin and yang is so um, representational of that kind of idea. So share with us a little bit more about yin-yang theory inside feng shui. Okay, well, yang energy is the masculine or the very dynamic energy. Yin is the feminine or the receptive. And so when we are analyzing a home or a business, we're looking to see, is it too yang? Is it too yin? Uh, If there's a home, for example, that is on a very busy street... Okay, there's a lot of very active energy going on. That would be a very yang environment. Okay. So a way to bring harmony to that environment, short of moving, 
because there's no perfect place out or there. Or putting a speed bump in the middle of the road. Uh, you know, it's, I, I just want to side note, you know, I get a lot of calls from people who read a feng shui book and they're, you know, my house is all wrong, I have to move. And it's like, no, 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 there's always ways to remedy. There will be better places to live than others. Um, but in this situation, if you have a house that's on a very busy street, mm-hmm. We're going to want to slow the chi or the energy down. So we might create a meandering path to the front door rather than another straight path. Okay. Because energy moves in straight lines very fast. Mm-hmm. If we're on a freeway, we're going to drive fast. If we're on a meandering curved road, we slow down. Sure. So we can slow that chi as it's making its way to uh, the front door of a client's home. So it's almost like the difference between driving down Highway 1 along the coast versus I-5. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Very different energies yeah, that okay. we respond to. Excellent. Tell us a little bit, we, we touched on furniture placement slightly, but I want to actually give some tips for folks about furniture placement in specific because it seems to me that those are some of the most drastic things that can be done to shift the energy of say a living room or an entryway or especially a bedroom i know i've had experiences in my own life where i've moved the bed to a different wall after years of sleeping in one direction and all of a sudden i sleep better tell give us some practical tips about furniture and how that impacts our space okay furniture is very very important in the world of feng shui and because everything is energy and we are an energy field we have an aura or a biosphere that we have around our body um if we walk into a room consistently, let's say we're walking into a master bedroom and there's a tall armoire that we can't see over, mm-hmm. that creates a block in our life. And energetically, our energy field becomes compressed. So one of the first things I would say is that have furniture go from low to high. That when you enter a room, you're not hit with a, the armoire or a bookshelf. Okay. Okay. So we like the energy to be able to move into that space. But there are four rules to furniture placement. Okay. And the first is that you don't want to have the bed or the desk in the direct path entering into the room. So you don't want to walk into your bedroom and, you know, be walking right into the side of your bed. Okay, that makes perfect sense. Okay, you're right in the middle of the bowling alley, so to speak. Okay, the cheese moving in and you're in a vulnerable position. We also want to have a solid wall of support behind you. Okay, so okay. say more a little bit about that. All right, so a we don't want to have our bed up against a window. Or in an office situation, you don't want to have a window behind you. It's a lack of support. We're always it's not perceived as being something that's solid behind exactly. you. Exactly. Okay. We always want to have a mountain of support, just as we have a spine in our body mm-hmm. that supports us. We want to have a mountain of support behind, behind us. And we also want to have a view of the entrance. Okay. One, one of our most primal needs as human beings is to feel safe. Mm-hmm. And we want to be in command and control of our environment. So if we are out of the direct path, have a solid wall of support, and we can see the entrance on a psychological level, we feel safe. You know, I have to tell you, I've experienced that personally. I used to have an office where the door was behind me. And it's kind of an unsettling feeling, thinking that someone could walk up behind you or you don't know what's going on behind you. Is that kind of a similar sort of idea? Absolutely. It drains your energy because psychologically you're always aware of what's going on behind you. I see. And it's really interesting because, you know, if we were back in that primal need to feel safe and we're sleeping in a cave for the evening, we're not going to sleep near the mouth of the cave. 
right? right. We're going to be as far back that if a predator or an intruder were to come in, we have time to react. And one of the first things that they'll teach you in military is keep your back against the wall. Be aware of what's going on in your surroundings. And that principle psychologically plays into feng shui very deeply with furniture placement. So I can walk into my bedroom or walk into my living room right now and just with that basic idea, take a look at where is my desk placed, where is my bed placed, and see how it feels understanding that principle. Exactly. And that would be something that you would do when you immediately walk into someone's home is kind of off the top look at those um, look at those kinds of issues and see if there's a, a shift that can be made to make that room more harmonious. Absolutely. I experienced it yesterday with a client. Um, they've been in their home 12 years. The furniture, clearly there was a block getting in. And, and and the furniture was also very linear. It was lined up against the wall. And for me, I like to create curves, having sometimes, if it's appropriate, having furniture at angles mm. because it adds more of a flow to the room. It's more organic. And so here I had this husband and wife, and I said, are you open to moving the furniture? So we all, you know, rolled up our sleeves. We're moving the furniture around, and they both stood there and were just in amazement because their physical bodies, something shifted in them. It was so clear that an opening had happened. And they just felt better in that They felt it. And I think what happens is that we get programmed energetically by our space. Things are in a certain position. And, you know, life is not static. Mm -hmm. And when we start to shift our environment, it shifts us in a very deep way. Isn't that the truth? Have you ever had the experience of moving someplace and you have every intention of shifting that coffee table over or doing this or doing that? And over the years, we just sort of learn to work around it. And years later, we look and we go, you know, when I moved in here, that was never going to go there. Do you find that that happens for people and they just adapt and they don't realize that... Maybe it's not in the most, you know, auspicious position and, and they've been sort of working around it all these years. Absolutely. We're, we're creatures of habit. Mm, and, yeah. and you know, I've gone into homes uh, where, you know, new homeowners uh, and I'll go into a room and, and there's a picture that's a little too high. And I'm like, you know, it might be a good idea. Let's let's lower that picture. And they're like, you know, we just put it. Put the, hung the picture there because that's where the hook was. You know, you know, it's like it's a little too high. We want to be more relational with the imagery that we surround ourselves with, and artwork is very important because it whispers a message to us. Mm. And I'm always looking at the artwork in my client's home and asking, you know, is this current with who you are? Does it enhance your energy? Does it inspire you? Mm. And if it's artwork that's a family heirloom that's been passed on from, you know, families and it doesn't really inspire you, then I recommend, you know, donating it or giving it to another sibling, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> Allowing someone else to be the steward of that piece. Yes. yes. Oh, yes. Isn't that interesting? What other tips about furniture? Furniture also has a body language. Okay. And it's very common uh, that we will orient the sofa to the fireplace. Mm. And oftentimes that means that we're walking into a room and we're walking into the back of a sofa. Mm-hmm. And the room is basically standing there with its arms crossed saying, do not enter mm-hmm. when we've got that block. So in a situation like that, it's better to have sofas opposite each other, you know, facing each other in front of the, the fireplace rather than having that body language of a block. Because psychologically, it says I can't access that room and the living room or that room of first impression sets the tone for your life. 
And, you know, is your space inviting you to come and sit down and relax or is it saying stay away and <laughs> keep moving? Right. You know? I don't want you in here. Exactly. Wow. And it's so interesting because we're the ones who set it up that way. It's just that not having the skills and knowledge it doesn't occur to us subconsciously that's what's going on exactly so i'm wondering i'm just curious when you do a consultation with your clients is your intention to really work with what they have i mean you talked earlier about the couple that you rolled up your sleeves and you started moving furniture around are you able to typically use what's in the space and it's just about noticing where the entries are and the windows are and reworking the existing pieces i love working with existing pieces and um they're jewels you know they're just waiting i've had pieces of furniture that are just waiting to be seen you know and um i love working with people's existing furnishings and i'll also recommend you know additional elements because that would take that environment to the next level i also work with people who you know are moving into a new space they're buying new furniture and they'll consult with me to determine you know what would be the best arrangement uh, based on the feng shui excellent well in a few moments we're going to talk a little bit about clearing an existing space clearing the energy in there but you talked about the other things in addition to furniture i know when you and i have worked together in the past that water is such an important element in different spaces and in getting the getting the chi or getting the energy Energy moving, water, plants. What other things do you use in addition to furniture to keep a space harmonious and balanced? Color is very, very important. Uh, color is energy. It fuels us. It inspires us. It can also calm and relax us. Mm. And I work with color relating to the five elements, but also what is the purpose of the room when. We spoke earlier about yin and yang. Yang rooms are going to be the active dynamic rooms, like a dining room, a living room, an entry, or a kitchen. So we might work with more active colors, warmer colors, reds, orange, yellow, and there are many, many variations off that. Um, If it's a room of rest and relaxation, that's a yin room. So we may work with, you know, sagey green or a blue or a lavender. And it's all relative to the space the feng shui elements and also the energy of my clients yeah you know what's going on in their life what color is going to stimulate them to take them to the next level excellent well i want to talk a little bit about that in a few moments about not only clearing the space so you sort of start in my mind with the blank canvas if you will but let's talk a little bit more about how feng shui impacts our own personal lives and how we can take ourselves to the next level by improving our physical space I'd love to chat with you about that a bit. Well, thank you, Cynthia. We're going to take a break right now, folks. This is Kristen Sherling on the Dr. Pat Show. This is your peak living tip of the day. Listen up. If you work on a computer more than one hour a day, research shows that poor posture and shallow breathing can cause the stress response leading to physical and emotional compromise. Every hour, recheck your posture and take in six deep breaths. This will help you maintain peak health. Visit crownhillchiropractic.com or drscottlynch.com. Your peak living tip of the day has been brought to you by Crown Hill Chiropractic in North Seattle and Valley Chiropractic Wellness Center in Duval. Why do people travel across the globe to see Dr. Nusheen Darvish at the Holistic Medical Center in Bellevue? 
Is it her specialization in women's health, allergies, and chronic illness? Is it because she founded a uniquely comprehensive, integrative clinic for cutting-edge, non-invasive, and FDA-approved therapies that improve the health of all patients? Yes, it is. Find out for yourself. 425-451-0404. That's 425-451-0404. Find out how you can use the power of words in clothing to change your world. Tune in to the Dr. Pat Show to learn all about Creo Mundi, a unique brand that's going to rock this planet. Utilizing the frequencies and positive words on the inside of clothing, Creo Mundi can really help you create your own universe and tap into the law of attraction. Like attracts like at creomundi.com. C-R-E-O-M-U-N-D-I. That's creomundi.com. Health Tip of the Day brought to you by Essentia Water. How much essential water should you drink on a daily basis? The rule of thumb is to drink half your body weight in ounces daily. If you weigh 100 pounds, drink 50 ounces or 1.5 liters daily. Your level of activity, environment, diet, and stress levels should be taken into consideration, as all of these determine your water intake requirement. Increase your intake of essential water if you've increased your physical activity, are exposed to increased temperatures, or experiencing any physical stress, such as colds or infections. If you're feeling thirsty, you're already dehydrated. Don't wait. Start a healthy water drinking program now. Your body needs it. This health tip of the day is brought to you by Essential Water, the ultimate drinking water for your body. Essential Water. Ask for it. Can a credit card be used for positive change? The folks at Enlightenment Card think so. While other credit cards channel their monies to faceless corporations, the Enlightenment Card has established over 1,100 socially conscious reward partners. Whether your points are redeemed to support a charity, to further your own growth in a workshop, retreat, or yoga class, or to use them to buy organic products, now you can rest assured knowing your monies and reward points are going to support those companies who are working to make a difference. Will this save the world? Probably not. But it will send a message to corporate America that there are people who are paying attention to how money is being used. Join their community at EnlightenmentCard.com. Again, that's EnlightenmentCard.com. EnlightenmentCard.com. Going against the grain has never been so much fun. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Hello, everybody. This is Kristen Sherline filling in for Dr. Pat here in the hot seat on the very edge of my chair. We've got Cynthia Chamos here with us today, and we're talking about feng shui. We're talking about the impact of our surroundings and our environment on our health and our well-being, our sense of balance and the sense of harmony that we have not only in our physical space, but in our lives. And we're going to talk a little bit now, Cynthia, about space clearing, about tips that homeowners and folks can do to clear the energy in their space. Would you share with us some ideas and some tips that people can do? Absolutely. Space clearing is a very interesting topic. Um, in feng shui, there's what we call the predecessor law. 
And every home is like a sponge. It absorbs the energy, the experiences of whoever has lived in that space. And it's important to know if you can find this information out. You know, why did the previous owners sell? What was going on in their life? There could be, have been divorce bankruptcy issues, health issues, and because that imprint is left in that home, it can start to affect the experience of the current occupants of that home. Okay. And I've encountered this many, many times where a couple has, you know, moved into their dream house, they're happy, they've up, you know, it's a more upscale house, and their lives aren't going as well. There's a little more um, dissension between the husband and wife, and, and they're just not feeling comfortable. Hmm. And oftentimes it is because of that residual energy. So one of the first things that I do recommend is a technique called smudging. Okay, tell us about that. The indigenous people have used dried sage to absorb negativity and clear a person, a place, or an object. And what they would do is they'd bundle the sage, light it on fire, and hold the intention of clearing negativity from that environment. And smudging with the dried sage can be very, very smoky, so I would recommend being a little bit careful with it. <laughs> you know, you'll set up the fire alarms and the you yeah, know, sprinklers. <laughs> um, so what I recommend is sage incense, aromatherapy incense, because it's a very sweet scent and Sage absorbs negativity and fire releases through the purification. So it accomplishes the same goal, but without such a smoky residue left in your home. And um, you just want to be very clear about what your intention is. It could be something as simple as I ask that any negativity or lower vibrational energy be cleansed, cleared, released from my space for the best and highest mm -hmm. good. Yeah. It's as simple as that. And you walk through every room in your home. And if you want to continue to let it burn, you can place it in an apple or an incense holder and you know have a plate to catch the ashes. But it's a wonderful way to claim your space and consciously release anything that does not serve you. It sounds to me also like it's just a really neat ritual to do. You know, I'd liken it almost to taking the time to have a bubble bath or sit down and mindfully drink a cup of tea. You know, I find that... So many times we don't take those thoughtful moments in our lives. It sounds like this ritual is something that doesn't take a lot of time, but being mindful and being intentional can really shift the energy not only in your home, but also in your person. Absolutely. I work with the sage incense once a month. At the oh, beginning of the month, I clear my space. I do entertain a lot, and I'm a really good listener, so <laughs> I get a lot of information, sometimes more than I, I need to know, but, um, you know, that is processed in my space, and I like to clear it. So that's what I do work with. And then I've been trained in professionally in space clearing. And I work with a dowsing rod, a pendulum, and I work with sound and uh, do more of the roto-rooter. <laughs> uh, in fact, I had a situation where I was hired by a real estate agent to clear a home where there had been two previous divorces. Oh, really? And she felt, you know, it would be important for it to get cleared, and I concurred with her completely. And uh, we were we did the Roto-Rooter, cleared it, and uh, it was sold to a newlywed couple. Uh -huh. So all the more, you know, benefit for them to have had it cleared. 
I love the energy roto rooter. That's great. When things are really, really stuck, get out the incense, get out the sound, get out the whole arsenal of tools. I think that's just absolutely fabulous. It works. It works. Well, you know, I'm sure we've all experienced spaces where we walk in and you sort of get a chill or it doesn't feel comfortable. And sometimes we can't figure out why that is. It sounds to me like those situations are one thing, but also that there's subtle energies that are happening that we may not even tune into. But as you said, a home with two divorces yeah i think it was a really neat idea to clean that thing out a little bit exactly and you know amazing even new homes you've had a lot of workers you know and their energy brought into the home and they're pounding nails you know in the wall and they're bringing their energy into the space so i think it's always a good idea to have a ritual of of cleansing and claiming the space so space clearing is important another consideration is clutter Mm, you know let's talk about clearing our space (laughs) we all have a hot clutter spot i'm sure somewhere in our house and from a feng shui perspective you know even if it's tucked out of sight and in the basement or you know the door is closed it still plays into the energy field of your house you are not separate from that energy and it's very important to clear the clutter because clutter is like clogged arteries okay. in the flow of your home and the flow of your life yeah i'm visualizing one of my closets right now and it's <laughs> i know what i'll be doing later on today my bed's in the right spot but i might have a closet that could use a little yes. attention okay and i always recommend starting with the bedroom first because oh. that's where you spend the most amount of time Okay. Even though we're asleep and our defenses are down, whatever energetically is going on is imprinting us. So the closer we are to our environment, the greater the impact. So So start with the bedroom. So it may be that the first thing to do for folks is to just simply deal with the clutter, to start to get organized. And once you get organized, you can smudge and clear the space and then look at furniture placement. There's sort of a a thoughtfulness and a methodology to looking at our overall environment. And that even if you move the furniture, but you've got closets that are stuffed full of things, that that'll impact the overall energy of your space no matter what. Exactly. Okay. And, um, you know, and the important thing when we're clearing clutter is to not get emotionally attached to everything that we're (laughs) coming in contact with. So um, there's some great, you know, clutter clearing techniques um one of my favorite is just to get three boxes you know one is keep Uh one is garbage and one is donate and you just allow yourself 30 seconds with each object it goes into one of those three boxes you don't get to analyze it (laughs) or get go back memory lane yeah um but by and just allow a certain amount of time might be an hour might be two hours that you devote so turn off the phone you know, have good munchies around and, and just go for it because it really will shift your life. Yeah. And a cluttered environment, you know, relates to a cluttered mind. And isn't that really what we're talking about? We talk about how we thrive and how we take our lives to the next level and, and how we be our best selves. That These are practical things that we can each do to elevate ourselves, to have more harmony, more balance. I love that the simple idea of being mindful and taking an hour to clean out a closet can actually probably take a weight off of a lot of our shoulders, but also start to open up the energy in our space and enhance our lives so powerfully. That's really amazing. You know, I'm curious because you brought up home building. 
and um, I actually, my family, are, are both my mom and dad are, are builders. And I'm curious, are you seeing a shift at, or a trend where builders are starting to be thoughtful and mindful of feng shui principles and some of their design? I'm... It's interesting. Um, over the years, I've worked with a lot of architects and actually um, spoke with John Buckenholms um, oh, wow. about their some of their designs. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's really important as as mainstream America becomes more tuned into feng shui, builders need to be aware of it and realtors need to be aware of it as well mm-hmm. so that we're creating the most harmonious and beneficial homes for people to thrive in. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's talk about realtors just a little bit because I know that one of the other things that you do is you consult with folks, um, with realtors and with homeowners that are either buying a new space or selling a space. And you've had some really interesting experiences around homes that maybe aren't selling or homes that are ready to go on the market and how feng shui principles can really play into that and make a successful transaction and ultimately a really successful new space for people to be in. Share with us a little bit about your experience in, in the home building industry yes. and working with realtors. Oh, it's it's such a pleasure to work with realtors who are aware of feng shui. And I've been called out on numerous properties. Uh, one in particular, it was a condo out in Muckleteo that had been on the market for 18 months. Oh my goodness, that's a long time. And had not, you know, had the response and I went in and rearranged the furniture and did a space clearing and just really tweaked the energy uh, of that space and within 10 days it sold. Isn't that incredible? I've had homeowners who've um, called and Three months, the, the house is on the market. They've already committed to another home, and they're feeling really stressed. <laughs> you know, something's <laughs> got to happen here. And again, I've gone in and done feng shui staging, and uh, within two weeks, you know, full offer, and they're happy. So it, it does work. I've seen it work time and time again. And um, I love working with the real estate, especially people that are moving into their new home, because you can give them a plan of action of how they can maximize the enjoyment of their home. Excellent. Well, let's talk a little bit more about that when we get back from the break. This is Kristen Sherline on the Dr. Pat Show. I'm with Cynthia Chamos, and we're talking about the power of feng shui. what you think really change your life? Tune into the Dr. Pat Show to learn how intentional living and the power of affirmations can change your life. Kristen Marie Sherline, founder of Affirmagy, will share her story, her company, and advice on how to live intentionally and design a life you love. More information about Affirmagy, log on to Affirmagy.com. That's Affirmagy.com. Let go of past trauma, fears, and negative beliefs. Attract exactly what you want in life and release the energetic blocks and imbalances which are keeping you from living the life of your dreams. Internationally known master clairvoyant and intuitive guide Carrie O'Connor has the unique ability to read your energy field and just like a tuning fork, raise your vibrational level so that you can attract what you truly desire in life. Visit CarrieOConnor.com for more information and for interview dates on the Dr. Pat Show. 
That's CarrieO'Connor.com. Looking for the perfect way to connect with your children all year long? Give your entire family the gift of heartfelt conversations through the magic of Carla Miller's Seeds of Discovery books. Each Unbound book is a unique interactive experience with simple life lessons for all children and adults. Lighthearted, colorful illustrations attract the attention of children and stimulate interactions with adults. Visit SeedsOfDiscovery.com or call 1-888-426-1632 for more information. Dream of helping to create a more vibrant, healthy world? Study a healthcare method that is gentle, safe, and effective. Homeopathy has been the choice of progressive doctors and other holistic healers and their patients for over 200 years. Its success in major epidemics worldwide is well documented. Contact the Homeopathic Community School of Seattle at homeocommunityschool.com or call Lucy at 425-672-4485. The Empowerment Partnership, empowering the lives of thousands of people around the world just like you. Their mission is to empower you with an understanding of what makes you and others tick and to teach you the tools and techniques that will unlock your hidden gifts. The Empowerment Partnership, whatever you think you are, you're more than that. To learn more, call 1-800-800-MIND or go to NLP.com. Mention the Dr. Pat Show to receive a special discount. Genesis Today, a world leader in 100% pure therapeutic juices with absolutely nothing added except pure goodness. Genesis Today harnesses thousands of years of ancient healing wisdom for your benefit. We don't sell products. We offer complete nutritional building programs which encourage health on all levels. Genesis Today, combining age-old tradition medicines with modern-day science. Visit us today at genesistoday.com. That's genesistoday.com. The search is over. You found the station that's not afraid to be different. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Okay. Hi, it's Kristen Sherline on the Dr. Pat Show. We're here with Cynthia Chamos. We're talking about feng shui. We're just talking about the power of our personal space and homes and the things that we can do to impact our own environment to live a life that we really love and to thrive in all areas of our life and how important our home space is as a sanctuary. Cynthia, tell us a little bit more. We are talking about um, some of the things we can do. <coughs> excuse me, it's not only space clear, but things that we can do um, when we're buying or selling a home. What a feng shui master or a feng shui consultant will do with homeowners or realtors to prepare a property for sale or for purchase. Share with us some of your experiences around that. Okay. Well, location, location, feng shui. (laughs) (laughs) Location is so key. Um, You know, there is no perfect place, first and foremost. Um, However, we do want to avoid at all cost being in the direct path of of the chi shooting at a house. So the house that's located at the end of a T intersection. That would be, you know, if you're looking out your front door, you've got a street driving at you. 
Gotcha. Um, it's going to feel very aggressive. And, you know, even if there aren't cars driving down the street at that moment, there's still that straight, what we call a negative arrow coming at the house. So that's a situation where if a realtor were working with a client, you'd want to avoid that house. Mm. You're better off being on the side of the street, but not in that direct path. Uh, another issue is what we call a chi leak. Mm. And a chi leak, and chi being energy. And this is a leak like a hole in the bottom of the bucket. You a got leak. it. Yes. Okay. My chi, chi is leaking. leaking. You got okay. it. And that is any time you open the front door to your home, and if you can see directly out a window or a door, oh. the chi or the energy is shooting right out of the house. I see. So that's another issue we have in feng shui, and uh, there are ways to remedy it. If it's a window, you could have a curtain panel that perhaps, you know, is pulled back and, and covers that area. Or there might be a ficus plant, you sure. know, or a table with a beautiful bouquet of tall flowers. I can just see our in. listeners are running through their minds every room of their house. <laughs> where are the doors and where are the windows? Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, every room counts. If you're walking into your office and the first thing you see is a window or a door and it happens to be the left side of your office, the far left corner. That's your wealth corner. Oh. So we don't want your money energy going out the window. So that would be important to have, you know, a plant. Ficus plants are great because they bring nature in and uh, they also allow light mm-hmm. to move through the leaves. And it's always a good idea to have a plant in your workspace as well as at home. Well, you just touched on something I think that's important to share and to talk a little bit about, which is that each corner or which that each aspect or or section of a room actually has an energy and an element attached to it. Is that true? That's correct. Okay. There's a life aspiration map called the Bagua, mm. which is an eight-sided map that identifies wealth, fame, relationship, Children and creativity, helpful people, which, you know, in a business would be clients, you know, connections, networking. Uh, there's the career area, mm. knowledge and spirituality, family and health. All those things, all those wonderful things that we can boost up in our lives if something's lacking, perhaps. Exactly. And as you create your environment, you shift the vibration, which ultimately impacts you. So let's talk a little bit about us and talk about how a consultant would come into either our home or into our business and really make that connection between what's happening in the space and then who I am as an individual so that I can prosper inside that space. Isn't there a connection between the two? Absolutely. You know, I really believe life is an alignment process, mm-hmm. aligning our homes, our workspace, our thoughts, you know, everything that we consciously choose in our life. And so when I'm working with clients, I always like to do a personal interview, find out what's going on in their life. And of course, it's always confidential. And I also like to know their birth date and year because I prepare a personal direction chart because everyone has four directions specific to them that relate to prosperity, health, relationship, harmony, and clear thinking. Okay. And when we are seated, we like to be facing one of those directions. When you're sleeping, if you've got good furniture placement already and we can add the directions in, then we would have your head pointed to that direction. And it's the difference between knowing, you know, sun and shade. You know, if we can have, if I can have my head in the west, that's my personal health direction. There might be two possibilities for where a bed could be placed in a room, but I want to access their 
auspicious, you know, directions. So you really take not only the principles we talked about earlier about good furniture placement and clearing a space and and noticing and being mindful of the chi, but you can actually personalize a space to the individual. Absolutely. And the house has an energy field as well. I will work with a compass and determine its facing direction and its seated direction or where the mountain is. And based on that, there's another uh, layer that gets added on and there'll be positive sectors within the house that we'll access with certain elements and decor. So we're really working with not only, you know, the earth realm of the tangible, but also the celestial realm of the influence of direction, which is very important for a balanced feng shui consultation. So this is really a powerful way to t- each of us to take ourselves to the next level, to add, um, and uh, to take our space and fine-tune it in a way that's, that's in alignment with who we are and our goals and where we are in our own lives. Is that a fair assessment? Absolutely. And we want to personalize the space so it really captures your essence. Isn't that remarkable? It's not about you know a set decor you know that's asian in particular it's who are you and how can we best bring forth that sparkle and that uniqueness of who you are so i have kind of a strange question for you (laughs) we just had somebody call in and pose a fabulous question that that i thought i would share how do you handle a round house a round house has a very unique chi flow. Okay. Absolutely. It's like a wheel. You know, um, if you think about uh, nomadic people, you know, they're in igloos or teepees. You know, it's it's more of a, energetically, it has more of a temporary sort of feel to it. We would want to create support. We might have screens that would create a solid wall rather than a rounded wall. Okay, to, on to, how to we would define place an area. Yes. And, okay. and, you know, you never want to have void space behind you. So, mm-hmm. um, but it has a, you know, an even flow. Um, but it, I think it's more challenging in terms of the floor plan and having separate spaces because the yang spaces and the yin spaces are going to all sort of meld into one. Okay. And it's really important to have, especially for the bedroom, a sense of being cocooned and, um, that solid ground, if you will. So this is really a perfect example of how working with a consultant to look at our own individual space and our own individual circumstances really makes a lot of sense. Can you share with our listeners some things that they could look for in a consultant that um, would make sure that they're aligning themselves with a true professional that's going to be able to be of service to them? Absolutely. I always recommend calling around and speak to, there's many, many feng shui practitioners in Seattle. I think it's important to have conversation and um, see how you feel. You know, we're very intuitive and uh, I think a lot can be revealed through voice and through a person's ability to listen and ask questions Mm -hmm. and in their presence. So I always recommend, you know, Talk to a few consultants and see who is the best fit for you. Okay. And you have some resources available for our listeners. Is that true? I know you've got some great articles and you've got a newsletter that you send out on a monthly basis, I believe. Tell us a little bit about how our listeners can get more information and educate them more themselves more about not only your services, but about feng shui in general. Great. How can they get a hold of you? Well, they can reach me at www.cynthiachomos.com. I do have a quarterly newsletter 
newsletter that goes out. It's called Harmonious Living, and it has a feature article with tips, very tangible uh, tips that uh, the audience can implement in their own life. And it also has resources. And, of course, there's lots of books out there on feng shui. Um, the library, you know, Barnes and Noble. Mm-hmm. And it's, I have to say, it's one thing to read a book and it's a whole nother experience to have a consultation by a professional. Yeah. So, um, if you're really seeking to take your life to the next level, uh, talk to a few consultants and see if that's the right next step for you. Excellent. Well, I want to thank you for sharing your expertise with us and really giving us an idea of how feng shui can impact our lives in a powerful and meaningful way. Because I know we're all committed to taking it to the next level. So thank you for letting us know how feng shui could be a part of that. Thank you, Kristen.